Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, guys? It's Mike and Mark here um, from LRMOnline.com, bringing you know, another great episode of the LRM TV podcast. Uh, this episode, we're actually going to give you guys the best of 2016 awards that we basically are going to cover a little bit of TV, a little bit of movies, and just give you guys our thoughts of how well 2016 ended. Uh, next week, we're actually going to take the week off. Both Mark and I will be traveling, so that's why we're doing our best of this week. And then we'll get in right before the New Year's, try to get a, a quick um, podcast up, kind of recapping some of the major news, give you a, a quick Rogue One uh, rundown review of that. Um, both of us are going actually this weekend to go see it, so haven't seen it yet. And um, all the TV shows right now are on winter break, so we basically have a chance to relax and enjoy ourselves. Um, so what we're going to do is give a couple categories out, and then we'll discuss. We both um, have our own individual awards to go for them, um, and we'll give you our thoughts about it, and then uh, give you a little uh, caption of what we're looking forward to in 2017 TV and movie-wise and kind of give our thoughts about that. Um, but really, we're just going to give a short category rundown of we're going to cover best movie trailer uh, from this year, best comedy show, best drama show, um, best actor, TV, or film. Um, then we kind of jump back and forth about best actress, TV, or film. Um, best TV show and then best movie of 2016. So we're going to start off right off the bat here. Um, best movie trailer of 2016. Mark, what would you say that would be? So if we're just looking at it from the trailer standpoint, um, I think for me it would have had to have been Suicide Squad. Um, when I first saw the, the trailer for that, um, just... It was put together so well. Um, it, the music was obviously different, and nothing had ever been done like that before. Um, and it was, you know, I, I it created a good amount of anticipation, and that was something that I would constantly be be watching and listening to and trying to pick up on new things. And uh, it really had me pumped for it. Now, I'm not saying that the movie itself had quite the same effect. But if I had to go, you know, I, I just think it was different than any type of trailer that I had really seen before. So that Suicide Squad would definitely be my pick. Yeah, that. I mean, I think a lot of people agree with you on that because, I mean, ultimately that trailer was the best part of the movies. I mean, if you look at the, yeah. you know, in what is so funny because, um, you know, Suicide Squad had, if you think about it, three different trailers. You had the leaked trailer from Comic-Con um, earlier uh, that wasn't supposed to be actually leaked out to everyone, but because the, you know, 
renegade videos out there of it came out that Warner Brothers ended up sending it out and that one was had a like more serious dramatic tone and it really wasn't made for trailer purposes to be commercialized then you have the main one the one that got everybody excited with um you know ballroom blitz as the main background theme and everything and that one i think just turned the page around and then you got this the last movie trailer which kind of was a homage with the bohemian rhapsody and stuff like that so it kind of oh, like yeah. confirmed that it was going to take a lighter tone but then the the movie just you know literally was split in half you had the the first part of it which was the you know the homage to the the last two trailers and then the second half was dealing more in serious tone and what you could see um so it's funny because that movie you could really see the split in ideas and how the the movie was edited by the trailers and so um but i agree with you yeah that uh suicide squad trailer was definitely up there because it got a lot of i mean it was it was right after Batman vs Superman, which everybody, you know, for the most part, was not necessarily extremely disappointed, but had you know some doubts about the the future. And so, with that, everybody thought, well, Batman vs Superman didn't work, but at least Suicide Squad will be okay. And then that didn't really work out. So, um, I think alone, what was it, what did it end up being making? Like what, uh, like seven hundred fifty thousand or seven hundred fifty think- million somewhere around there. Yeah, something around there, I think. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, you got to probably admit that that uh 750 million was really just based off of um the trailer and that was it. Kind of like how right. Batman versus Superman, that, the reason why it made so much money was because of the trailers and all the hype going into it. Um Right. And I think what DC needs to be careful of at least from what I've seen in moving forward is they do put a like the the trailers are really good, but then it turns out to be some of the larger chunks of the movie. Like right. even if you look at Batman and Superman, like I mean the shot with the Trinity was awesome and it was still awesome in the movie, but I was like the shot. And then like even when they like revealed Doomsday before you even knew it was Doomsday, you know, sort of a thing. So I think sometimes they they need to watch putting all the good stuff, I guess, into the trailer. Yeah, and I mean, um, it's kind of the it's plagued the the movie industry, I think, because it's not just Suicide Squad, but a lot, like Batman vs Superman was was that way. Um, some people, you know, said Captain America: Civil War, you know, by showing the clips of Spider Man, you know, you know, oh, too right. early and stuff yeah. like kind of ruined the the surprise and everything. Um, so yeah, the movie trailer business is is definitely remember back in like eighties and nineties, it was like. You just got small clips and it was, you know, it was all about just giving you just a little taste of what the movie was about and stuff. So, um, my pick for the best movie trailer this year is still staying on DC and Warner Brothers. So, it looks like they're doing something good. Um, and that's movie trailers is Wonder Woman. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think everyone came out of that first uh, Comic Con in, in July. You know, you had Wonder Woman trailer and Justice League trailer both at the same time. The Justice League trailer wasn't expected and it dropped and um, all everyone talked about out of Comic-Con was the Wonder Woman trailer. So you got to think that that, you know, that basically right there is going to help beef up the the movie. And seeing, um, you know, we got to see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman, but seeing her in, in action with just her and not with Superman or Batman definitely, you know, uh, got a, a lot of people excited you know, for it and stuff. Um, and just kind of 
the way it was laid out, way it's played out, um, gives you a little bit of suspense. You still don't know uh, what uh, what um, basically the villain is or kind of the main plot storyline is, but it's still something good. So right, you know, I think that was a. I think with that as well, it's one of those. Um, you know, I, what I enjoy the most, I think, about the Wonder Woman trailer is the fact that it's not like I. I, I still am curious as to what's going on with it you know what right I mean? like I, i'm not like you know there it was extremely interesting and i it's it's wrote me in there's anticipation but at the same time like don't quite know who the main villain is you know they've kind of alluded to some things so there's still the element of mystery to it but at the same time it's wrote me in you know right yeah, it, it, it's like we were just discussing how um, the trailers that we we've seen so far kind of give away a little too much, and so yeah, exactly. Yeah, this one was kind of the difference of that. All right, so moving on to the next category, um, we're going to discuss the best comedies uh, this year. Um, my vote is going to go for the Goldbergs. Um, this movie or this show created by Adam Goldberg, actor, producer, director, and stuff. Um, it takes a you know stories from his life and converts it into this great TV show. But what I love about it is the '80s nostalgia to it. I mean, every week it's it's like taking a trip back down memory lane and going back to my childhood. Um, the family's great. It has a lot of good tones to it, um, and it's just like very relatable to how you know. The dad, uh, Adam's dad, and so forth. How he acts, how his grandfather acts, and the just the the overall uh, chemistry between the family and cast and so forth is great. Um, but just anything that you, anytime you do a, a movie or TV show where you go back into the '80s, I'm definitely in for it because there's so much there that just kind of brings back memories to me. And so um, when they did the uh, episode. Uh, just recently with the Star Wars uh, holiday special and stuff like that was was uh, hilarious to me and everything. So, um, what was your best comedy, would you say, for the year? Um, I'd st- I've mentioned this uh, a couple times before, but I'd still have to go with Big Bang Theory. Um, it's actually on right now, and I'm watching it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's... I don't know, just something about it I always uh, makes me laugh. You know, I mean... You gotta love when I mean, obviously they all love comics, so they throw like any sort of references references in, um, you know, are always awesome to pick up on. Uh, but like the time when they went to the New Year's party and they were all dressed up as the Justice oh, League. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just even uh, I don't know, just that when whenever they do like sporting events, like there was one time Sheldon was playing basketball, like it honestly had me like laughing out loud um you know it just uh it's also i feel like one of those that i i mean i think it's it's either and it's it's i know it's either 10 or above in, in the seasons but it's one of those series where like it ha- like it's still funny like it hasn't lost uh that humor that it's that it started with um, and not only has it not lost that, but it's still like fresh and different and new ideas. It's not just the same thing. I think sometimes, you know, it's difficult to keep a, a, a series running for so long. Right. Um, and keeping it fresh and, and different. 
uh, but yet that familiarity that that the um, audience likes. So um, that's that's why it's my choice. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And you know what? Like how it's evolved by adding in the the women onto the show and stuff mm-hmm. um, has definitely helped out because I. You know, it's probably one of the few shows that my wife will actually watch with me. Actually, it's probably the only <laughs> show that my wife will watch with me. There you um, go. Yeah. You know, and it's because of that. You know, she used to watch it at the very beginning, but she didn't really grasp onto it. But now, um, now with you know Penny and um, Bernadette and oh, what's yeah. Sheldon's girl's name? Um, <laughs> uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Gosh. I should be punished for this, but, um, no, like my wife now relates to those, you know, to those girls and stuff like that. And she, you know, it's something that she kind of laughs at, you know, on the show when they don't understand the guys and everything like that. So it's definitely, like you said, it's, it's definitely evolved. And this season has definitely picked up, you know, previous seasons past, maybe not, you know, it's two seasons. So it kind of was lackluster, but now that they've got uh penny and, uh, and Leonard married and everything like that, and gotten that over with. It's actually gotten a lot better. Um, yeah, so definitely. I, I definitely agree with you on that. All right, best drama. I know this is difficult for you because you don't really watch too many shows outside yeah. of the comic book genre and stuff like that. So um, for me, though, it's definitely a newcomer onto this uh, TV world, and that's Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland. Um, I wasn't a really big 24 fan. I watched shows, and I would pick it up here and there. Um, but I wasn't one of those like die hard, had to watch every single minute of it. Uh, but this show here, I definitely watch, you know, don't miss an episode. Um, it's one of the, one of the newer type of dramas that, you know, it's suspenseful. It's got a lot of good actors in it. The, the plot is really good. Um, the mystery of who blew up the, you know, the Capitol building and everything with the entire, um, white house and Congress and so forth and everything. Um, but the acting that Kiefer Sutherland's doing, you know, playing the president of the United States, he would actually probably be a better president than the <laughs> president-elect right now. So, um, <laughs> but no, it's definitely one of my favorite shows. And, like, I am just, like, can't wait for it to come back on for uh, the remainder of the season in January and everything. Like that. So, um, did you think of anything while we were discussing it, or? Uh, I mean, I guess I could pick the last two episodes of Gotham. There you go. <laughs> um, not not the entire season, but at least the last two episodes. No, but I mean the last two episodes did give me something to look forward to. Like I was actually engaged back into Gotham again after watching right. those, and the, just the different twists and everything. And it kind of once again started to break away from the like you know, Hugo strange creatures. And it was more just more about, um, like the, the mob and this and that. And then they're bringing Jerome back and they just showed a picture of him the other day where he looked very kind of Joker esque. So, I mean, I, I guess I could just pick the last two episodes of Gotham. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, Hey, you know, um, it, it, I do agree with you. The last two episodes of, Do- of Gotham really did pick up and the show did get a lot better. I mean, the writing and so forth. Um, yeah, and I mean, with 2017 coming up, I mean, there's supposed to be the season five of Prison Break, which I will 100% oh, yeah. get back into, um, uh, just because that, I mean, that's my, I, I think I was I was spoiled with Prison Break, and I always try and find a new drama that, like, 
matches, matches what it. I liked about that, and I never really <coughs> do, so I don't, I don't consistently stay with anything. Right. All right. <clears throat> Moving on to actor and actresses, we're going to start off with best actor. Um, this was open up to television and movies, kind of just as a whole, who was the one that really, you know, stood out the most, uh, in our eyes. And so, um, Mark, I'll let you start this one off. Who did you pick for best actor 2016? Uh, I picked Ryan Reynolds. Um, good choice. Good choice. I mean, he, like he, he is Deadpool. I mean, that is everything about the character from the comics ryan reynolds encompasses in his role like that is you know sometimes when people are chosen for characters and you have an idea of how they are and yeah it's kind of like what we've talked about with like you know batman before like if you think of michael keaton good batman bruce wayne yeah you know and there's always those comparisons for what you have like in your head right um but man with ryan reynolds it was just like yep that's exactly what i was picturing sort of a situation and you know, I think he nailed it, and yeah, I know he was Deadpool in uh, what was X Men Origins, whatever. But that the really Wolverine one, yeah, that or yeah, that was Deadpool in name only, right? Well, I mean, that was um, the best had... part of I think of X Men Origins Wolverine was this short little part that he had in it. I think yeah. everybody walked away with it, like saying, "Yeah, he could be." They could have know... done something with that, right? Yeah. And so he was finally given the chance to, and I mean, it was, uh, it was. You know, like I said, it was it, he did an amazing job at it, and I'm looking forward to anything else that he does with Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, we got Deadpool two coming up in production now, and everything. It's a little hiccups with director, but um, yeah, as long as he's as long as Ryan Reynolds is is attached to it, I think it's going to be a success. And it, he stayed yep. true to the character, and that's you know, very few actors or actresses will take the time to really devote themselves to a character. I mean, you think about it, probably the last person you could honestly say devoted the, as much as what Ryan Reynolds did to Ted Bull would probably be Heath Ledger to the Joker. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and just, and, you know, have everything about them be that character. But who would ever mm-hmm. thought, you know, a couple years back, Van Wilder would end up being Deadpool? Yeah, Van Wilder. Cool. That was his, his claim to fame for so long was yeah. Van Wilder. You're right. Oh, that's yep. just gone away. So, um, my best actor was actually from TV, and that'd be Tom Cavanaugh from The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It is unbelievable. If you've seen, you know, The Flash, and just in this year alone, seeing the dynamic that Tom Cavanaugh has played, um, just one character and how he's played it in multiple different ways and everything, oh, yeah. it just makes me appreciate him as an actor and the way he does things, um, and the way he approaches well, it. You know. It's so believable. Too. Oh, yes. Like, each one is, like, I don't, like, the one that he is now from, I forget what Earth he's from, but. Like, Earth um, 32 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, I, like, it's believable. I'm not like, oh, that's Tom Cavanaugh trying to be this, like, hipster guy. Like, he right. just, that's, he just does it, and he owns it, and I just think he does such a good job in, in all of those roles. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just so glad that the writers have found a way to keep him on the show by doing it this way yeah. because he really does make this show um, what it is. And like you look at the episodes where Harrison Wells is not in it, um, not saying that it's horrible, but it's he really does bring a kind of a presence to the show and keeps that team 
bonded together, whether he's the good guy or a bad guy on the show. And it's just amazing to me what he's done, especially with this incarcerated, you know, like this style of Harrison Wells he's got right now, um, where he's not really a scientist. He's not really, you know, he's the, uh, what he yeah. calls us, what is like he's a problem solver. Yeah. A hype man, a problem yeah. solver, you know? <laughs> um, and it's great. Always carrying around the drumsticks and stuff like that. You know, it never, oh, yeah. it's just, it's never ending with him. And it's all like his characters are always evolving. So to me, without a doubt, um, 2016, you know, really showed what, how great of an actor he is. And if he ever, you know, decides to do another show and he becomes a lead, I'm definitely down to, to see Absolutely, him, yeah. you know, in whatever show he decides to do. Um, Moving on to Best Actress of 2016. So my pick actually goes back a little bit to 2015, but the movie came out so late in 2015 that I'm going to count it for 2016 because it was literally in December, and that movie stayed around, and that would be uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. That movie was around so through February, um, and to me it was Daisy Ridley. Um, to take on the Star Wars franchise is not an easy task. We, we saw that no. in the prequels with Hayden Christensen trying to take on the role of Anakin and that failed miserably. Um, so for Daisy Ridley to step in, new character Ray and so forth, and how so many people um, felt an attachment to her character as Ray and how many girls she inspired and so forth, ultimately oh, to me, yeah. like kind of... Settle, set it for me even though the movie came out technically 2015 2016 that was her you know her year and you can only imagine how many more people became star wars fans because of her um and how many i mean people even check out yeah i mean even check out the all the cons that we've been to oh without a doubt there's there so are, many you know of the I mean? raid characters out there now yeah absolutely yeah she did an awesome job and i'm looking forward to really um, really seeing her take that role uh, to the next level, right? Uh, especially you know in the um, in the next movie coming up, episode eight. Yeah, I mean it, that one should really be truly about her. I mean, you would think, but um, it, it just it, like you said, think of all the cons we've been to and how many rays we've seen out there and stuff. Which absolutely, it's it's just unbelievable because. To cosplay alone, I mean, you have to put time and devotion into that costume. Now, I'm not saying the Ray costume is that difficult. I mean, a couple right, tattered robes and everything. Yeah. Uh, right. But still, I mean, there wasn't, I didn't see really any Kylo Ren's except for a handful out of all the cons that I yeah. went to. Um, unfortunately, I didn't see any uh, any fins. I guess there wasn't, you know, that many fans of Finn or yeah. Poe Dameron or anything like that. Um, but you know, you still get a, a ton of Darth Vader's, a ton of Darth Maul's, um, you know, a lot of the princess Leia, whether it's the, a new hope or return of the Jedi princess Leia. But I think out like star Wars characters, if we accounted, probably majority of them were Rey's. Um, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So I yeah. felt like that was the next most popular, um, cosplay outside of, uh, Harley. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially amongst oh, amongst nice. girls and stuff, like, without a doubt. So right. Um, but you know, kudos to Daisy really because you, you know I was very critical of uh, Force Awakens because I felt like it was just a 
homage or carbon copy of a new hope um and a lot of you know similarities to it so i i kind of walked out of there a little disappointed well disappointed um but except for daisy ridley's character i thought ray was unbelievable in that and that that character really um took its own and stuff so to me daisy ridley who did you pick for best actress um even though it was more of a extended cameo i guess you could say but i picked gal gadot um well that's interesting i i didn't going into it i didn't know what to expect because you know i always try and hold off judgment just especially because of with heath ledger because when they first cast him i was like i was in that group that was like what the heck are they doing right obviously blew it out of the water and proved everybody wrong so I try and reserve judgment, but, you know, they picked her, and I was like, okay, not quite what I thought, but we'll see. And then, not that she hadn't done other good work, but, I mean, she really hadn't been in anything at this caliber. You know, she was in, like, uh, one of the Fast and Furious movies, and, you know, I just, I don't know. I hadn't really seen her or anything. I'm like, and to take such an iconic role, right? Like, right. this is Wonder Woman. You know, it's not like just in the movie, like, like you, you are Wonder Woman, you know, like this is a big deal. Right. And I was like, well, we'll see. And I mean, she, for me, like clearly steals Batman versus Superman for me. Oh, I, um, I think for a lot of people she did. Yeah. And just, and from what I've seen, even, and I, like I said, I know it's not much, but even from in the, tra- uh, like the Justice League trailer and the Wonder Woman trailer, like that is how even though at first it was like that is how i pictured wonder woman you know what i mean right like she's really developed the character and you know takes takes her straight from the comics which is and so it's, I, it's a, to be it's able a, to do that i feel is good yeah it's amazing you say it because a lot of people were critical because of her body type you know they didn't sure, think that right. she was big enough you know um you know and that wouldn't be able to look the part from what we've known of the comic book and stuff like that. But when she brought right. on, like when you see her in the movie and she's got her armor on and stuff like that, I mean, she is pretty spot on, pretty close to, you know, what you would oh, yeah. imagine Wonder Woman being in real life. So, yeah, I mean, kudos well, to her. I think it looks like they did well in Wonder Woman too because all the other Amazonian women are like pretty much her build. Right. You know what I mean? So I think they did a good job of that as well yeah i know um, i you made a good point on that because i don't really think about that but yeah they could have easily gone with a cut like a ronda rousey or gina carano right, and stuff yeah. like that to to show yeah. like more muscular amazon uh, amazonian women and stuff but they didn't because they want to keep it you know the same right. so I, that's a good point that you make there yeah so you know i'm extremely excited to to see um you know where they where they go with that and i think I think the reason why I mainly picked her as well um, is because with uh, um, with Margaret Robbie, I, I, she was obviously up there as well, right? right? She probably would have been my next choice. But I think I also expected her to do well, if that makes sense. Yeah. And with Gal, Gal Gadot kind of surprised me and has really developed it. So no, I, 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 I definitely see what, what you're saying there because – that out. Yeah, because 
Yeah, when Margot Robbie was casted as Harley, it almost like she fit the part. I mean, looks wise, personality wise, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Gal was the one that was like it took everybody kind of by surprise, you know. And same thing with like Ben Affleck as Batman. It took everybody by surprise, but yeah, you know, that is one thing I will say that Warner Brothers and DC has gotten on uh, on point is that their casting is on point. Um, They've picked the right actors. I mean. Jason Momoa brings Aquaman to a new level. Like Aquaman was the laughing stock of the Justice League, but now is yeah, Jason Momoa is Aquaman. Like, yeah, laugh at him and see what's going to happen to you. Um, yeah, absolutely. And you can even tell that that's gonna. I, know, I mean, I know it's kind of going away from what we're talking about, but you can even tell that's kind of their focus too, because a lot of the, I mean, even though they're they're not revealing, but the set pictures that. Um, they're releasing is is all Jason Momoa, right? You know, being enormous. No, yeah, I mean they they've gotten a spot on, and so like you picking Gal Gadot is like best actress, even though it was a small part. It you got to think, Batman vs Superman did not in the theatrical cut did not have a lot of good things going for it. The one thing that people mainly agreed on, well, two was one was that Ben Affleck, you know, was the right type of Batman for yep. it. Um, except for the part about Martha. Um, and then, <laughs> but then everybody basically unanimously agreed that Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman out of it. So um, that's mm-hmm. definitely a good pick. All right. Now last two categories, best show and best movie. We'll start off with best show. Um, so we talk about these shows a lot and stuff, and it would be like, I think it would be kind of like disrespectful if we, we you and I picked any other shows as much as we talk about these two shows. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, it would be kind of idiotic uh, that we were like, um, you know, I really like The View as my best show and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but for me, it was it's definitely got to be Legends of Tomorrow. I know it's not a big hit with a lot of people and stuff like that, but honestly, from where it started in 2016, to, like the in January to what it is today, it is night and day. A hundred times mm-hmm. better show than what it started out to be. So I'm not saying that you got to be a great show all the time, but as long as you're ending at the right point and you're getting better and better, that to me is what makes it. So hands down with like, I know there's a lot of other great shows out there, but to me, 100% Legends of Tomorrow is is got a great formula working, great cast, great storylines, everything like that. What did you end up picking for best show? I picked Arrow. Um, it's of course. Been, yeah, I know, right? Go figure, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, if you look at it over the span of the year, too, because here's the thing. If you look at it at the beginning of 2016, such a disappointment. Oh, without like a just doubt. The, the, like, the season finale, if you want to call it that, like, I, it was, I, let's be real, it was bad. And for it to do a complete 180, and be as good as it is right now every single episode consistently it's just like that's the one that's my go-to that i'm i'm all about i'm constantly trying to figure out um and i think it'll it'll stay consistent into 2017 um which you know it honestly if it does it will save the series because after at the first part of 2016 like it was it, 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 I thought it was on its way out personally. Um, but if they continue with what they're doing and obviously find more of a story to tell as well, 
like I think that it is on the right track to um you know continue on right on I mean yeah the like I agree with you the way that the show is now so the first half of season five unbelievable is 10 times or 100 times better than what it was season four and even season three um but it's like i'm just crossing my fingers like i like i don't want to give it the curse of like calling it the best show or anything because i just i just had that fear that the second half of the season is just going to be such a big disappointment because it's that kind of been that show that i've stuck with it for so long you know because the first two seasons were unbelievable and then the you know season three with Razo Gul wasn't it wasn't horrible but it wasn't great but the the season right. with Damian Dark just did not work um, mm-hmm. so I will agree with you it's, without a doubt this first half of season five has been great but I just I'm ho- like holding on to dear life hoping that it continues that route because I can just see it right now just. Damien Dark comes right back into the scene and it, it just it's over, you know. And we're back yeah, right. to square one and stuff. Um, yep. All right. Moving on. Best movie. Okay. I'm gonna let you go first because mine I'm probably gonna have to give a little bit to to uh, <laughs> to explain mine because I'm gonna sure, have a lot it, of people probably be like, "What no, the I, hell?" I, yeah. I'll, no, I'll have something to follow up on yours as yeah. well. But um, mine for the year is Deadpool. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you on that one. You know, it was just, it was just so different. You know, I mean, the first thing that many people that I know would say, they'd be like, oh, it's a superhero movie. Should I take my kid? I'm like, no, do not take your kid. No, oh my <laughs> um, gosh, no. You know, it, it was good. But I mean, I remember when I went and watched it and there was like, like a six or like eight year old in the theater. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you might want to get that kid out of here. But I mean... <laughs> You know, it, it like a couple. It's like my dad wanted. taking it's, me to Rambo and stuff. Oh, exactly. Well, that's okay, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's extremely, um, you know, true to the source material, um, and it, it's just a, a different take on you know your your quote unquote superhero. It breaks that archetype, and not only Deadpool, but even um, I don't want to butcher her name, but. Um, you know, his girlfriend that was in it, the um, the woman from Gotham, oh, uh, yeah. did an awesome job in mm-hmm. the supporting role because even she didn't even fit that really the, you know, archetypal damsel in distress. Like she was, you know, all, you know, a little, well, she was a little pistol. I can put it that way. Right? There you go. So, um, yeah, but I mean, just the whole movie in itself, like just really well done. I know some people had issues with the bad guy or whatever, but I mean. Really, I thought it. I thought it was great. It was, it was funny. The music was good. It was constantly entertaining. You still had the superhero aspect to it, um, and yeah, I just I, it was probably it would be my movie of um, all around movie of the year, without a doubt. All right, I I agree with you, and I think a lot of people agree with you on this one. I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with me on this one on my pick though. My pick for uh, best movie wasn't in theaters now, okay? But it would be Batman vs. Superman, the extended cut, okay? The four-hour, you know, superhero drama. Now, I know it had its problems, and it still did, you know, from the movie theater into the extended cut. But 
after watching the extended cut and sitting through you know the four hours of the movie it made a lot more sense to me and I, at, at the end of it I was like oh now I get yeah. it yeah like type deal and I look back on it I'm like you know what that wasn't really that bad of a movie it was, it was actually a really good movie now granted I get it. the Martha part could have done without I mean th- that was ridiculous but everything else I actually thoroughly and, enjoyed you know to to me with the with the Martha part I actually found it interesting so I I think like you said it could have been handled differently or or maybe like it made the resolution there very quick uh-huh. and kind of like wait hold on but i thought it was like to me i had never even thought that both of their mother's names were martha yeah like you know as many yeah exactly as many people complain about that i didn't dawn on me ever you know I, I had never even thought about that so i think it's a really cool concept that they could have done something with I just don't think it was used at the right time. You know what I mean? Right. So, so, you know, people are like, well, that was stupid. I'm like, I don't think it's stupid. I think it was just not in the right place. How long do you think Zack Snyder was holding on to that? Like think like, Oh my God, both of their names are Martha. I I mean, seriously, I'd never thought of that. Neither did I. I literally never crossed my mind. Like, Holy, both guys are their parents or names are Martha. Right. And, you know, I think with um, I, I agree with you. And the four the four hour um, you know, the uncut, it definitely matters and makes it a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the scene that really does it for me is when Lois goes to, um, oh my gosh, I just forgot his name. Who was the guy in the wheelchair? Scoot. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, the guy who who um, lost his legs in the uh, yes in the battle for the Superman battle and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah so Bruce um, gives him the nickname and stuff like that, and like yeah. So she so she goes to his place and then realizes that he didn't know any differently. Or he didn't know this was going to happen because he had a fully stocked fridge. Right. Then he finds out that you know the 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 bomb inside the wheelchair was cased with lead. Well, Superman can't see through lead. That to me made so much of a difference right there. Just that two, because that was one of the first things that people said is, well, how would he have noticed? You know what I mean? Right. People were like, oh, well, he wasn't focused. No, like, no, he couldn't see it. It was made of lead. Like just that even like two and a half minute clip alone completely changed the, the, um, you know, completely changed it for me. All right, so I think what's going to ultimately come down is Batman vs. Superman is probably going to be one of the most controversial movies you know, here for the next probably five to ten years as long as we continue having uh, comic book movies coming out. Um, but to me, that as controversial it was was still... I know Captain America Civil War was great and everything this past year, but if I had to sit down and choose what movie to watch and not have an extended amount of time to watch it probably... Batman vs Superman, the extended cut of it. Um, all right, so that kind of wraps up our best of 2016. Now, just really quick, we're just gonna kind of talk about what we're looking forward to the most in 2017. So, TV movie, real quick. Um, Mark, what what are you looking forward to the most, television and movie wise? Um, television. Uh, I am looking forward actually to. Um... You know the the usuals that we cover, so Gotham, Flash, 
Arrow, Legends, uh, the second half of the season. Um, mm-hmm. I think they all stopped off at interesting points that have potential, and I'd like to see those followed through, uh, which I think will be awesome. I'm also looking forward to, uh, obviously, TV-wise, uh, Prison Break Season 5. Um, you know, just a huge fan of the series and the just the um, actors and actresses. Um, so, you know, a little nostalgic there with it coming back for season five for one of their for 10 episodes. Uh, so looking forward to that for sure. Um, movies. Oh, geez. Um, let's see. Where do I even start? Um, There's quite quite see. a few this year. Yeah. So let's see. So um, I do want to see the new Thor movie mainly because I want to see um, Thor and Hulk, uh, you know, in some sweet intergalactic, you know, gladiator battles. I think that's going to be the Dark Horse movie of the year. Yeah, because I think it's going to, it's not going to be like the other Thor movies, which I think is good. Right. Not that I, I don't, I don't dislike the Thor movies, but they're, they're okay. You know? Yes, I mean the stories um, are just kind of they're there. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that, and I'm a big Hulk fan. Um, let's see here. Uh, um, man, I'm trying to. Oh, Wonder Woman, obviously. Right. Um, super pumped for that. I think that'll do well. Uh, Justice League is in November, right? Justice League. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, definitely pumped for that. I'm hoping to start seeing a little bit more of that um you know in the earlier part of 2017 as well and then uh when does episode eight come out december i think like every star wars movie from here on out is gonna get their december's yep december okay so um definitely uh star wars episode eight as well so um i think those are the main ones uh just at the top of my list that i'm really looking forward to and um you know i'm sure i'll see some other stuff as well but those are those are at the top of my list yeah um to me tv shows wise uh there's there's a lot i'm looking forward to just like you know the ones that we cover on a daily basis um they're they're redoing 24 that comes out um after the super bowl um prison break as well i'm always going to look forward to that um you know so like there's hard there's not was it's hard for me to choose just one, um, but I really think that Arrow is, is you know, the like I, I'm hoping the way that the season's going, that everything, you know, because this is it, season five is supposed to be everything coming full circle. So um, that's probably, if I had to pick one show, that's the one I'm going to pick the, uh, mm-hmm. as, as to be the one. Um, movie-wise, kind of a tie between Justice League and Episode Eight. Um Mm-hmm. Justice League, just to see if DC can really bounce back. You know, we had um, the uh, writers invited to the set of Justice League earlier this year to show that, you know, the people at Warner Brothers are listening to the, you know, the critics and everything, that, and they've changed their ways. Um, and for episode eight, this is where I think, you know, Force Awakens left a lot of questions like, who was Snoke? How did the First Order come to be? Um, what actually happened between Kylo Ren and, and Luke Skywalker? Uh, does Rey end up becoming a Jedi? So that's where I'm hoping it it all like all these plot holes start filling in, and we get the, kind of the story that of the new group taking over and stuff. So, um, so those are the two. I mean, I think 
Justice League wise, I I think it's going to be safe. I don't know if it's going to be blockbuster like Avengers, um, but I think it's going to it's going to do well enough that it's going to bring people back onto the DC ship. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to do well. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be like record breaking. I think right. it's going to do. I think it's going to do extremely well, and but I think they'll want to do that so they can have a foundation and then move forward in whatever way they want to. Right. So, well, that wraps it up for us guys. Um, remember we're taking next week off. We'll both be traveling, but, uh, make sure you listen to us the Thursday before new year's. Um, we'll kind of just do a quick recap of rogue one and a couple other things, uh, that are on our minds on our minds that week, um, with all the news that are coming out. Um, make sure you check out everything that comes out on LRMonline.com, whether it's Los Fanboys Podcast, Weekend Warrior, Comic Uno, on uh, Nine Panel Grid. You know, we're, we're coming out with a lot more stuff. And, you know, 2017 looks like it's going to be a great year for uh, the entire staff and uh, fan base at LRM. We're going to a lot more conventions. we got a lot more stuff to be giving away this year. So make sure you stay tuned and check out the website always. Um, and please, please, you know, share us you let your friends know to check us out um or you know and let us what you know about your thought uh, your thoughts in the comment section give us great reviews if, or give us horrible reviews if you think we're that bad so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if there's ever anything that you guys out there want us to cover or talk more about you know let us know in the comment section we can definitely um touch on that as well definitely definitely so that's it for uh, mark and i this year um, well, not necessarily. We'll get one more before the end of the year. Maybe I'll post it on January 1st. Stuff, so. um, but I hope you guys have a great holiday. Stay safe. Um, don't drink and drive. You know, the, all the, the, you know, the safe things to do and stuff like that. But um, that's it from us. Uh, and looking forward to 2017. Happy holidays. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.